through the window just to the right of the door. But it wasn't Franny. It was the one person he'd hoped never to see again. He was still standing there, stunned, when he heard a deadbolt click, followed by a high-pitched squeak as the door opened. And there was Beth Byler. His mouth went dry as his gaze ached to take in every single inch of her. It didn't help that she was looking as perfect and beautiful as she'd been when he'd last seen her, looking just the way she did when she appeared in his dreams, petite and fine-boned, smooth brown hair and bright blue eyes, wholesome, Amish. Chris fought to keep his expression neutral, which was crazy, of course, like she'd care about his look of shock when he was bleeding all over the front porch. Sure that she was about to slam the door in his face, he anxiously continued to look his fill. A man needed as many sweet pictures to store for times when nothing he was seeing was good. Dim candlelight cast a mellow glow behind her, the scents of pine and cinnamon and everything clean and pure wafted toward him, teasing his senses. He reached out, gripped the doorframe in order to keep from falling. Blue eyes scanned his form, paused at the cuts on his hands, at the new scar near his lip, at the way his right eye was practically swollen shut. He waited for the look of revulsion that was sure to come. What kind of man let himself get so beaten and bruised? Chris, she whispered. Yeah, it's me. What, what are you doing here? He needed someplace quiet to stay until after Christmas Day. He needed an out-of-the-way place to hide out, to recover, to heal his body and his soul, to try to remember who he was. He was attempting to say that, to come up with a way to convince her to let him in without making a big fool of himself or scaring her, when he looked down at his boots. Noticed the blood again, ruining the doormat. I'm bleeding on your front porch, he muttered. Bleeding? Her gaze darted away from his swollen face, traipsed down his body, down his jeans to his thick brown timberlands. Then her eyes widened as she too noticed the blood dripping steadily on her doormat. You must come inside. And then she snaked an arm out, tugged at the hand against the doorframe, the one that had been holding him upright and had stopped him from doing something foolish like sway toward her. She pulled him in. Her slight form wasn't strong enough to keep him on his feet. Those three little steps took the rest of his strength, while the relief he felt at finding comfort sapped the rest of his energy. Beth, I'm sorry, he muttered. As the pain and his clumsy apology got the best of him, he collapsed at her feet, no doubt staining her freshly scrubbed floor in the process, illustrating yet again that he wasn't the man he should have been. Chris, Beth cried as he slipped through her hands and fell to the floor. Chris? Heart beating so hard, she felt like she'd run a mile. She knelt at his side, looked at his swollen cheek, the cut near his lip, the blood on his shirt. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, Chris? Chris, what happened to you? Of course he didn't answer. But when the cold wind blew against her cheek and threatened to douse the flame in the kerosene lantern behind her, she focused on the present. Quickly, she slammed the door shut, then carefully bolted the deadlock, just in case someone was after him. Like the last time he'd been there. 
Now satisfied that he was safe from the cold and wind at the very least, she knelt back down by his side. His eyes were closed now, making his whole appearance shift. Until that very moment, she'd never realized just how much his piercing gaze affected her. With his eyes closed, he seemed almost approachable, which was laughable considering how damaged his body was. Oh, Chris, what in the world has happened to you? What have you been doing since we last met? She murmured as she reached out and gently smoothed back a chunk of wayward honey-brown hair from his forehead. She'd last seen him almost ten months ago. She'd offered to help watch the inn after Franny had had a kitchen accident and had to be hospitalized. During that time, everyone in the area had been under a lot of stress, what with a body being found on the Miller's farm. At first, she'd been afraid of Chris. She'd been half afraid he was one of...